Hi, everyone. A massive warm welcome to today's Altcoin Bible, where I cover three leading cryptocurrencies. One that is cherry ripe, so looking really good. One that is one to watch, which I think is an interesting setup for maybe a long play. And also a danger zone where I think we just have to be cautious of further downside. I'm going to cover them all. We're going to cover Ethereum, Algorand, Cardano. I'll let you guess what they are, but I'm going to go through them uh, in this episode uh, one by one. I'm not going to give it, give it away right away. So if you're listening uh, on the podcast, I will be going through and doing my best to convey what I'm showing you on the screen. All right, let's crack straight in. So just giving you some context of what's happening overnight, we saw Bitcoin actually now break out. We saw it now above 20,000. I'm not sure whether this is the real rally just yet. This could just be a bit of a short squeeze. Uh, we do know that Bitcoin is primed for an explosive move to the upside or downside just based on historical uh, metrics in terms of uh, plotting the volatility. So if you look at the B volatility index, it's a chart you can look up, B vol, you can see that we really have only been in this tighter zone in terms of Bitcoin really not being too volatile up or down. In fact, it's looking more like a stable coin at the moment. Uh, whenever that happens, you have to really pay attention because the uh, the highly volatile cryptocurrency that is Bitcoin, uh, it is the most volatile asset out. So if it's being low, if you look at history, I think there was only three other times that this has happened and it was a couple of times at the bottom of the bear market and the other time was when we ripped to the downside by a significant margin. So we can't really glean too much from that other than we're in for a big move sometime soon. And I don't know if that was... Uh, if that is the case that happened overnight, whether we've seen that big move, I just don't think so. I think we're going to see a real ripping move that gives us a decisive direction on where we're going. And for that, we really want to get above about 21,000 on Bitcoin, give or take. There are a few more uh, levels you could look if you want to look at it deeper. But I think that's where we need to really look. And also, we need to find a new low in Bitcoin if we're going to look at those targets sub 17,500. So all that aside, with Bitcoin ripping, that naturally means uh, a rising tide lifts all ships. So I'm going to look at Ethereum here, uh, the second largest crypto by market cap, also a very popular cryptocurrency that many people who are watching this own in their portfolios or are looking at the lower risk side of the market, especially this bear market is absolutely a wise thing to look at the lower risk at these sort of um, uh, moments in time. But I just want to quickly show you, uh, again, a bit of context with Ethereum's chart. So we were talking about this a while back as well in some of our other videos and also in the altcoin Bible in terms of playing Ethereum narrative into the merge. So in September, it had the merge, trying to move to Ethereum 2.0. It happened, you know, went really well, all good. However, as a trader or an investor, you're looking at the anticipation. It's called buy the rumor, sell the news. So when the event actually hit, hits, it's not as exciting as the actual anticipation of the event. And a lot of traders and investors play that game. They ride up into the event. Uh, so buy the, the token Ethereum, you can see this huge rise from June uh, up at about 120, 130% into the merge. The merge happened a little bit after this, but you see traders and investors try to front run it by selling off early, which is probably a good play there into August, mid-August, there you go. And then we had a bit of a secondary pump up. It couldn't really reach uh, the height that we had in August, that second pump. But I just want to show you that merge the hype, buy the rumor, sell the news. And since then, we've had a pretty significant sell-off. But really what Ethereum has done is create this higher low structure. And you can see here, I'll just paint that for you. So you can see bounce, 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 bounce. These lows are consistently getting higher. Um, so over the longer term, this is what you want to see in terms of uh, cryptocurrency trying to build a floor and then build the way out of it as well. Uh, and I just want to show you here if I get rid of some of these uh, triangles. So you're just listening on the podcast. I'm just looking at Ethereum, how it's just landed a little bit higher than the last low. And now I'm looking at Bison. So with Ethereum here, I really like what it's been doing 
uh, around this level here. You can see like Bitcoin, the volatility is extremely low, really only moving in this really tight range. Tried to go to the downside, it was bought up quite heavily on the 13th of October. Now what has Ethereum done? It's actually broke through. So see all these candles here, bang, 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 at around about 1,370, that sort of level. Ethereum just couldn't breach it. So you'd think, okay, new lows are on the cards, but it tried to do it, got bought up. And now what's happened, Ethereum's tried again to get through it, and it has absolutely cracked through. There's a line here, in fact, I'm just gonna draw one just so you can see here. There's a line here that Ethereum had to break, and it did in big style. And I've got this box here in this buy zone. So this huge candle roars up, uh, about 14 or 13, 14% give or take. Now we're in this nice little zone where um, we can see if we just bring up the volume profile on the right, there's not a tremendous amount of volume uh, that's on the right hand side holding Ethereum back. There is a point just above where it might get a bit sticky, but I think that's maybe what this represents here. Uh, Ethereum for me, you don't really want to be buying in these breakout sort of situations, especially in a bear market. You really want to wait for the market to come to you. Uh, for me, that's looking at, say, the Fibonacci retracement in these areas below 0.5, uh, 0.618. So this is looking down the spectrum of the mid to lower 1300s. And for me, that box there, this is going to provide tremendous support now above this area that it failed to break. So now resistance will flip to support. But this big green candle, just be a bit wary. Of course, Ethereum could run all the way up to 1700 from here, sure. But the likely scenario is that Bitcoin has a bit of a pullback, tries to solidify 20,000 or the higher 19,000 if this is a legitimate breakout. Same with Ethereum. So sellers, traders take a bit of profits. We wind back a little bit and we drop into this beautiful box in this buy zone around the 0 0.5, 0 0.618 Fibonacci levels. And then we can really see a bit of a bounce similar to this. If I just bring my brush out, similar to that. So I'm just drawing a bit of a bounce and then a springboard up. And my two zones, if you're buying in these areas, my two zones to really look at taking profits off the table are around about that 1714 level, which well, I'd probably say more 1700. You almost want to front run that because that is a psychological level that will probably get uh, sold into anyway. But this is the area of the previous local high. So this area uh, in here, so the high that was done back in September for the merge, that's where I think it's going to get a little bit sticky. Ethereum can get on top of that and do this, uh, you know, breakout and pull back. That is a hugely bullish sign, confirms this as support. And then I think the next leg up is probably just under $2,000. I think Ethereum wants to get there eventually. Then you can look at higher targets. But this level here, 17,000, is going to be hell to break it, I think, to the upside. Uh, just simply because if you look over here uh, earlier in the year when we had the June capitulation, that big roar to the downside, this was the area that it was consolidating into this uh, pretty ugly descending triangle before it had this breakdown at around about that 1700 level into the June lows. This will be a heavy level where shorts come and stack hard in here. So shorts, sellers coming in, traders, investors, whatnot, want to take some profits, get out of the market and make some money on these FOMO bulls that come in late. So that's Ethereum. This is my one to watch. I, I'm not, you know, it, it does look bullish to me, but I'm not, you know, screaming into it. I think it's absolutely one to watch. All right, um, so I want to bring up Cardano. It's a very, very popular cryptocurrency and it's had a horrible uh, six months, let's say, uh, if not more. Uh, yeah, again, hugely popular. And the issue with Cardano is it just 
couldn't rally any higher than this diagonal zone that we've got drawn on this huge diagonal triangle. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm just showing you here that the floor of Cardano, they just banged into it in June, then banged in it again, banged in it again, banged in it again as, as that uh, support level. But above, it was getting weaker and weaker and weaker and just falling away into this beautiful bearish pattern uh, until it finally broke through. So the, the more times uh, crypto hits uh, a floor level, a support level, uh, generally that means it's weaker. It's getting um, broken and sellers are selling into buyers and eventually buyers will weaken. There's just no turn in the trend. And then we finally had the breakdown here um, for Cardano. Now Cardano quite obviously is my danger zone um, still. And you think, okay, well, it's rallied quite significantly here off that low. So it's up about 25%, sure. But for me, this is going to get sold into pretty hard. So once it broke this key level, this is uber resistance overhead now. So we're looking at that uh, 0.425 level, give or take. This price will probably bang straight into it. And then shorts are going to rip into there and sell hard. This would be very, very bullish for Cardano, however, on the flip side, if it can break back into that triangle, pretty similar if I just this here, break back into the triangle, maybe hit the top and then bounce back in, confirm the support and then it can rip higher. Sometimes you get some pretty wild um, fake outs with these triangles and this could be an enormous fake out to the downside before it rips higher. I mean, Cardano, it's going to return to form eventually, but just right now, it's it's just not looking too flash. Lovely on the RSI, but I think this is going to get sold into pretty heavily. Same with a lot of other cryptos that are having a significant rally. Those that have bought higher and just want to get out, maybe some traders that are a bit underwater as well, will sell uh, into this rally because it will get them out of trouble. So uh, Cardano is still very much um, my danger zone. I'm not seeing anything bullish about it uh, because you just have to look in perspective of where these um, where these horizontal floors were previously. It's going to be significant resistance. All right. Algorand, it is my cherry right this week. It's had a pretty uh, nice pump off the lows. Now, just to give you some context, Algorand here, if we draw the uh, Fibonacci retracement to what it's been doing in this, let's say this range, this channel, whatever you like to call it, it has been hovering around see this 0.786 line at uh, about 30 cents. So 30 cents has been a really strong area of support. It's wicked below quite a few times. It's actually closed below a couple of times, but always it's rallied back above it which is a really positive sign. Also, it's an area of super high volume and it broke out of this descending triangle um, that was just rolling down here at, uh, what was it, about 31 cents. So it's just broken out of that, which is really, really great to see. Uh, and it's importantly as well for me, it's gotten above the 21 moving average. See, there's a blue line here. It's about mid-range, really, really strong up thrust. It's now running into a bit of resistance here in terms of the volume support at, let's say, 33.6 cents. So I think a little bit of a pullback maybe to that 21 is absolutely on the cards, which would be a pullback of around about 3%. Uh, but aside from that, I think Algorand is actually looking really, really good to rally to range highs. So that would be about 37 cents. Um, oh yeah, to me, this looks pretty good. Whether it breaks out of this overall range above that 37 cents, I think you really want to see continuation from Bitcoin for that to be the case. So I've got some sell levels here that are really quite tight for the situation. If Bitcoin rallies about 21,000, then you know higher 20,000s are on the cards for Bitcoin. Altcoins will follow no matter what in that situation, in my opinion. So you can bank on any of these good setups, really continuing and running hard. And uh, yeah, that's really what we want to see. But if we're looking down here on our ground, the RSI, it's had a really nice breakout of this um, downward trend 
Uh, trend line as well, which is in line with the price. So you can see that that's what you want to see on these breakouts. If you don't see momentum and volume coming in at these points, yeah, it's usually a pretty um, a nothing event before the sellers step in and reverse situation to take a lot of liquidity from a lot of people. Also, I'm bringing on a new metric here just for today. This is OBV on balance volume. This is on Kraken, but it's showing you on this breakout as well. We're seeing volumes move into the exchange uh, on that breakout. That's what you want to see. You're seeing volume coming to the exchange. You're seeing momentum pick up. You're seeing also a beautiful technical setup. So for me, uh, Algo Rand looking really, really positive for a run up here. Now, um, as well, I've got a secondary uh, sell target. Why? Well, pretty simple for me. It's the previous local range at around about 41 cents. And it also is confluent with the 200 daily moving average. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed my three picks uh, for this week. Have a great day. Hope you have a, uh, a great week as well. And we'll catch you again next week. Ta, bye.